found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It is a Friday edition of Tidbits, the 15th day. It's a good Friday, Matthew. Why, yes, it is. And, uh, you know, we always say good Friday, but this is the this real is actual good Friday real thing. Yeah. yeah. So good Friday. And good Friday to you, sir. Yes. On a good Friday. Yeah. I'm still looking for this Peyton Mucker kid. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got a bone to pick with him. <laughs> I have no problem with Peyton, so don't you <laughs> worry at all. I'm just... <laughs> So here we are. Peyton, by the way, was uh, in here taking some pictures. We talked about it the other day. Right. That was for the Magpie at the high school. Yep. Lovely pictures. Yeah. And a uh, nice little story for us. So there you go. Thanks, Peyton. But I'm certainly not angry at you. So <laughs> All right. Let's see. All right. Elon Musk. He's got so much money he don't know what to do with. Well, apparently he does. Offers to buy Twitter hmm. in a deal worth more than $40 billion. A public offer to buy 100% of the company at $54.20 a share, an 18% premium over Twitter's closing price yesterday. So he wants it. He was asked whether there's a plan B if this doesn't happen. So you don't like to lose. If in this case you are not successful in, you know, the board does not accept your offer, you've said you won't go higher, is there a plan B? There is. <laughs> okay. I, I, think we, I think we would like to hear a little bit about plan B. For, for another time, I think. Another time? Yeah. All right. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> British guy wasn't having it. Yeah, right? like yeah. He, was, he, he wants the answers. Yes. Well, I think you need to tell us right now. <laughs> Elon Musk says a good sign as to whether there's a free speech. See, he's concerned about the free speech aspect of yeah. this. And um, so that's why he wants to, to get it. Because, you know, if... People want to cut people off because they don't like what they say, you know, so they don't want them on there. And he doesn't like that. So, well, this is also a can of worms and a double edged sword. So yeah. be, be careful. <laughs> okay. Now, this I found amusing. I try not to get too much into politics, but uh, this happened. President Biden left empty handed following an address at a North Carolina University <laughs> Thursday. Oh my okay. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> We've actually got video on it. <laughs> he, he had just finished delivering a nearly 40-minute speech hmm. at North Carolina Agricultural and Technical State University in Greensboro. When he turned toward stage right with his paw outstretched in a handshake position, whoops, nobody there. There's no one there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no this, one man. was on stage, and no one from the applauding crowd approached the president to offer a hand. He was just left holding the imaginary bag, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, I thought there'd be a guy here. There's no guy. Okay. 
<laughs> so. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I have to, you know, go with some of the funnier stuff that happens in politics. <laughs> it's, now, you know, cats. We're not, um, I, we like cats, Matt and I, but yeah. uh, it says your cat knows your name. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Japanese researchers looked at 48 cats. Okay. 48. <laughs> That's all we can figure. Which That's all we can find. Live with at least two other pets, either in a family home or a cat cafe. <laughs> okay. They showed cats either a picture of their owner or themselves when their name was called. The felines living in a bigger family stared for longer when the picture and name did not match. <laughs> I just see Matt and I doing this survey. Okay, all right, Matt, hold the picture. <laughs> okay, Mr. Mittens. <laughs> Do you know who this is? <laughs> what a study. <laughs> Authors said the results suggest cats know each other's names and possibly those of their owners. Hmm. They said one possible explanation has to do with the competition. <laughs> a cat might receive food when the owner calls her name, but not when she calls another cat's name. However, <laughs> cats are never in competition with humans at mealtime, so they have less reason to know their names. <laughs> 48. There you go, 48 cats. I think Matt and I are going to need 60 grand for this. It'll take us about two weeks to complete. Yes. Okay. We'll, we'll publish our findings. Okay, fellas, here you go. All right, Matt, let's scrap up 48 cats. That's right. And do a survey. Uh, Mr. Mittens. Uh... How can you base that on 48 cats? And how many would you need? Okay, it like, doesn't sound like that's enough to really make a survey and come up with any real answer. Right. But <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> well, we're in the realm of Major League Baseball. The average salary is at $4.4 million. <laughs> Okay, that's the average. One player <laughs> makes more than the entire team of the Baltimore Orioles. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> yeah. Max Scherzer <laughs> set a record at $43.3 million, topping the mark set last year by Dodgers pitcher Trevor Bauer at $38 mil. So Scherzer's salary alone for this year pays more than the Orioles' whole, whole staff. How? How is there that much money in baseball? <laughs> you wanted that Kyle Schwarber jersey. <laughs> Football I get, ba basketball I kind of get, but baseball? It's a big uh, It's big like game. you look at the games and there's like 30 people in the crowd. Well, that was the case in Pittsburgh, okay, when the Cubs were at Pittsburgh. Right. I watched that game, not yeah. yesterday, but the day before. Yeah. I think they said the attendance was 9,000-something, <laughs> okay? <laughs> 9,000. Wow. Well, we've got the community of Wapikong in attendance. <laughs> <laughs> Man. So that's, uh, you know, that's a good chunk of change 
that they're making on average, I think the minimum now is almost a million. Sure. Just to be on the team and, you know, it's. <laughs> then you got all this other stuff, days of service. Mm. You know, when you get into the union part of the contract, it's right. like, well, I got two days in. <laughs> I hope I don't get sent back down. <laughs> yeah. But that's just amazing, isn't it? That I mean, is, it really is. That was. Uh, I just can't believe there's that much money in yeah. baseball. There's a whole lot to be made. That's for certain. We'll uh, take a break. It is 6.30. We've got a check of news with Karen. This is Tidbits. Tidbits on a good Friday. It's 6.38, Matthew. Hi, AI. And um, we continue with some delicious food available on this good Friday. That's right. Excellent food. Which you can find during the breakfast hours at the Old Style Inn. 8 to 11, they have a fantastic signature sandwich uh, that includes egg and cheese served on Texas toast. With six, one, two, three, four, five, six strips of quality bacon. I should say six full strips. Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes you go and you get a sandwich and it's this, like, paper thin half. Yeah. What? What? what, 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 what? (laughs) You're like, that's you. You're looking at it. I I got paid extra for this. And you're... Because it does cost extra. <laughs> it does. You know? it's, it's just incredibly disappointing. Not the case at the old style. Six full strips of quality bacon. You get four on the sandwich, two on the side, or just say, hey, you know what? I want all six in the sandwich. Just jam it all in there, man. Just every nook and cranny, crack and crevice, put a piece of bacon in it. But that's the uh, signature uh, old silent breakfast sandwich. Or you can get some other... Breakfast items, including omelets, French toast, pancakes, steak and eggs, pork chop and eggs, and of course, biscuits and gravy. So head to the Old Style, make uh, make plans to get there today on Good Friday. That's right, on uh, 6th Street here in Logansport, open 8 to 11 a.m. Okay. Now, also, it's time to let your dreams go wild. Okay. Imagine a world where you can get up after 8 a.m. Okay. And go get breakfast at the Old Style. Okay. We're a world of simpletons because our brains are all like you you and mine. Okay? So everybody on Earth has our brain. Okay? Okay. So we're simpletons. We are simpletons. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so imagine a world where you can you can wake up at 1030 and go get breakfast. All right? Perfect. Yeah. You can make that happen because uh, tomorrow night's Powerball jackpot is over an estimated $325 million. Man, that's a lot. Ask for a Powerball quick pick at a Hoosier Lottery retailer. Before the evening drawing, play responsibly. If you did that, Matt, you'd make more than Max Scherzer. How about that? So you could brag. I could. You, know, you could pay yourself yearly. Okay, you know. I'm Every year man. you could sit at the table, okay? Maybe with me. <laughs> I'll act like a, a bargaining agent. Okay. <laughs> And you can decide how much you're going to pay you out of your millions. Oh, all right. 
It's time to negotiate. What do you need this year, Matt? Well, I was a good boy, so. <laughs> You've already got three vehicles. Well. Because <laughs> I, I envision you getting not two, but three. For some reason, I, I see three if you were a winner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would get um, my wife's car. Yeah. I would get one for me that would be like a uh, year-round, you know, driver. Yeah. And then uh, something fun. Oh, a special car. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be uh, be a lot of fun, wouldn't something, it? Something fun. And I know you wouldn't move. You like it where you are. I do. So you'd well, stay there. And well, I would stay I would stay here, but I would move. You always talk to buying Biddle's Island. Do you think it's for sale? <sighs> I think with the right price, it's anything's for sale is what I think. You could be the mayor of your own island. I could be. <laughs> You turn in there. You could have a golden gate there. Yes, and it would turn into lore. You know, it would like hundred years from now would be. You know, yeah. <laughs> Mattyville. Yeah. Welcome to Mattyville. There was a kooky old man that used to live here. <laughs> this uh, says that forty-four um, percent of workers believe they won't be retiring anytime soon because of the pandemic. Now, it appears to me that because of the pandemic, a lot of folks decided they were just going to quit. Okay? So, I don't know. It's very confusing. 40% think they won't have enough dough to last the rest of their life, particularly healthcare workers. 47% of education professionals think they'll burn out before re- reaching retirement. Wow. I'm there. I'm with you. Wow. <laughs> I'm with you, Teach. While HR workers are more worried about potential job loss standing in their way. To ensure they hit retirement age, 37% would exchange a job they like for a better paying one they like less. 32% would change jobs to one with a better 401k. Hmm. I wonder... I'm just reading this when I, when I saw this. Yeah. 37% would exchange a job that they liked that they liked for a better one they liked less. So yeah. you're like, I like my job now, but if I could do this other job, I like it less but make more money. I wonder what working in a job that you don't like would do to your overall well-being. Yeah. Because you're already burnt out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think it'd be good. I can't imagine. I can't imagine the extra money would be worth it yeah, I, in the long run. Yeah, in the long run. Depends, I guess, on how long you've got to, to be there. <clears throat> and if you're talking 20 more years, right? that's a tough move. A sure. few, then maybe not so bad, you know, if you're enduring just a few years before retirement. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what good that do you anyway. We uh, continue on this morning. With a um, information-packed program as we have every day, here's here's a pig that was running loose on the interstate in Farragut, Tennessee, caused a commotion. <laughs> a trooper did his house blow away in the wind. <laughs> yeah, wee wee wee. <laughs> the trooper was able to save the pig after it got on the interstate. He ended up. Hog tying the pig using his tape measure. Wow! <laughs> now, how many how many police officers are carrying a tape measure? What's that for? 
Is that on your belt? Is that part of your process? <laughs> got your taser? Got your <laughs> well? The well, the perp was six foot one. <laughs> I guess I measured him. He credits the TV shows Yellowstone and 1883 for the knowledge to know how to handle a pig. Wow. <laughs> well, okay, it's not like okay. Now, number one. <laughs> It shows this tape measure. It's not like the ones you you carry at a job okay. site. It's right. like it's like one that measures a lot of distance. Okay. So if you're you know recreating a yes, you got to have a measuring device. I mean, yeah. you got to measure all this stuff. So yeah. I could see why he would have that in his car. Okay. Like he's carrying <laughs> a retractable gun. There I've just belt. seen this belt full. Of- <laughs> <laughs> he's got his gun, taser, hammer, <laughs> level. <Come on. laughs> The animal wandering into the roadway caused an obstruction and could have caused a potential disaster, as you can imagine. Wow. Apparently, the pig's name was Calhoun. (laughs) Calhoun. Oh, oh, Calhoun got loose again. Calhoun appears to be a pot-bellied pig. Yes. It doesn't look like your variety you'd find out in the pen or at uh, Tyson right now. Calhoun looks like a, yeah. I just like how this guy watched some TV shows and he knows how to like hogtie a pig. I'm That's, telling you, it seems to help a lot of people watching stuff. You used to hear about people doing MacGyver type stuff because yeah. they watch MacGyver. Right. You know, I've learned all my judicial issues watching <laughs> Judge Judy. Okay. There you go. I know what could or could not fly in court, hmm. according to her. I know with her, you don't want to be a wise guy, okay? True. Because she doesn't uh, handle that very well. <laughs> I can't believe You want to talk that. about someone making money. Okay. That's Judge Judy. She was, the last I looked, was it's over crazy. $40 million. It's nuts how much she brings in. And I, I think she's quit the regular judge show and was going to do another one. Mm. So, but over yeah. $40 million she yeah. was making a year. It's crazy. I'd love to be her bailiff. Sure. No, well, he's got to be making some good dough. Come on. Well, all you got to do on. is introduce her and give her the folder and say, good morning, judge. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's, he's probably making 45 a year. No, I bet. You know, he's on. It's like a caddy. We've always heard that caddies make a certain percentage of, right, they of the golfer's yeah. deal. Yeah. Now, if you were Tiger's caddy there for years, oh, my oh, goodness. Living a good life. <laughs> of course, he went through, he went through caddies. He went yeah. through quite a few caddies, though, right? Yeah. Well, he had the one for he had a the long one time. For, yeah. But then they had a fall. And, and then he went downhill. Yeah. Sometimes the caddy makes a big difference. Yeah. You know, if you made the circuit, I'd be your caddy. <laughs> I'd probably have to use a rascal. <laughs> Pull your clubs. <laughs> we, we have an exemption. <laughs> I could walk when you have a rascal. <laughs> I'd have your jersey on. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Matty for the putt. It's 649. Should I use a seven iron? I don't know. Now, it is Easter Sunday weekend. Yeah. You're on assignment. Yeah. Easter Sunday, you got the, you're, you're it. You're the guy. I'm the dude. Wow. <laughs> Give <it> the talk. <laughs> it's ready. All it's right. ready to go. I'm okay. prepared, so. Have you practiced? Um, yeah. Okay. I did yesterday. All right. Did so. you time it? Well, it's it's 
It's it's in two chunks. Okay. So I do the first right. half. Okay. We do a little thing. I come back and do the second half. Okay. And so first half's 10 minutes, second one. First half's like almost 12 minutes. Okay. Second half's 12-ish. Okay. So. Two-parter totaling maybe. Maybe. A half hour or maybe, so. Yeah. Okay. And that'll be what church? Uh, Revolution. Okay. The okay. Staples building. Okay. Because I know more people go to church on Easter Sunday oh, yeah. and, and Christmas. around Christmas. Yeah. Mother's Day is big too. Yeah. But um, so if you're looking for a place to go, 9 30 and 11. Yeah. 9 30 and 11. We'll be there. So a uh, two show. Two. Two, 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 two shows services. of Matt. We call them services, <laughs> not shows. <laughs> it's the amazing Matty. <laughs> So you're not doing any magic or nothing? Just no, just, no. Okay, no, all right. Nothing. So, so that, uh, you know, you got that to look forward to. Yes. Do you have Easter dinner plans? Yeah, we're going to uh, Lindsay's relatives. Okay, so Easter dinner. Lafayette, yeah. So. Okay. And uh, me, I'll probably have my Easter spam. Oh. Okay. Put a little, uh, you know, bunny ears on it <laughs> as the gelatin comes out. And I, mm. I lap that up. <laughs> oh, oh, that's mm, something good that's there. Delicious. <laughs> As it smells like cat or dog food coming out of the can. Yes, that makes that. <laughs> yeah, that's the best. All right. Well, that's Matt, I, I hope you have a great Easter. I hope things go well. Thanks a lot. Now, I originally wasn't going to be here next Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Right. I will be. That's been delayed one week. Okay. So I'll be back next week then. Which will be delayed again. Yeah. And then pushed back again. Yeah. Next thing you know, <laughs> it's October. I'm going nuts. I'm not <laughs> I've had no time off. Uh, All right. So I'll see you Monday. All right. See you, buddy. Take it easy. All right. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.